Hello, this is Cass Anbar, Altair Ibn Lahad from Assassin's Creed Revelations, and you are listening to Game Fix. And remember, nothing is true, and everything is permitted. Follow the creed. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go, Creedy! Creedy! Welcome, 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 everybody, to another edition of the Game Fix Podcast. I am Verlaine. I'm Link. Definitely not Dave. <laughs> Dave's on vacation. Link's filling in. You can check out our website, gamefix.ning.com. Everywhere on social media, at Game yeah. Fix Show. Uh, just type it in. Anywhere you go, you find us. And if we're not Goodbye. there, let us know, nice and we'll day. be there next time. Peace. I promise. Yep. Um, we'll find we got it. a we got a lot of stuff to cover today, <clears throat> uh, especially not with with Dave not here. I want to cover all the stuff before he gets here, so then he doesn't have anything to cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, big 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 Overwatch news. There's always something about Overwatch in the news. Uh, we got a lot of stuff Overwatch to cover. Nintendo Switch is being sued. What would a video <laughs> game week be without Nintendo doing something stupid? Got some Raiders of the Broken Planet news. Uh, some good news if you're interested in the game. GameStop, uh, they're ending the Circle of Life, <laughs> which is kind of weird. I don't even know why they would name a program the Circle of Life. That that sounds very impactful. Something lifeish. Yeah, it sounds like the, something like from the Lion King. Yes, and by them ending it, it, it is our planet at like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then for Dude, Honor... Same day, it is a solar eclipse. Yeah, isn't that weird? For Honor, they are, uh, I guess, pissing some people off again. I'm one of them. Oh, yeah. That'd be real, real, real neat. And then, uh, I don't know, we're going to start the, game, the show off, how we always do, what we've been playing. Um, I can start. I'll make it quick. Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you. Um, all right, I played a lot of demos, like, um, the, and every game that I'm about to mention is on Xbox One, uh, either in the game preview section or in the demo section. Uh, first off, did you play Conan Exiles? No, I haven't tried that yet. Um, try it. It, it didn't wow me. Uh, it, it's in the preview program. You get a th- one-hour trial of it. You just spawn in the desert. Uh, I skipped all the story because I didn't know if it was one of those trials that counts that as the time played. Yeah. Um, and you're just in the middle of the desert, and I guess your first mission is just to find water. And I never found water. <laughs> um, it's a 100% survival MMO. Uh, it looks like it could be cool, but not for newcomers, I guess. Um, High learning curve? Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. It's okay. Maybe it'll get better. It is only in the previous stage. Surfing World Series. I thought this oh, yeah, game I tried that. was going to be really, really sweet because it would have been the first surfing game since California games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't... I guess I, I didn't understand it. That's why I could say I didn't like it. it it's like a glorified mini game. Yeah, it seems like you have really no control over what you do. It's just... Events almost that happen. Yeah. Um, 
And then NHL 18, they added something pretty cool, I think. It's the three-on-three. So yeah, I like, like that arcade-y. a lot. That's the only part that I played of this beta, because every year I play the NHL beta. Um, I think three-on-three is is really a cool addition because I like hockey games. It's like the only sport that I really like playing. Uh, and that's probably, otherwise it is just an NHL game. It's the same as all the other ones. I got my ass handed to me on the online three on three. Like I thought I was pretty good at hockey games, but I am not at all. I didn't play online. I played against the computer I didn't understand how some goals cost more. Like some goals will be like four points, but then some goals yeah. like are negative points. I didn't know there were negative goals. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, because there, there was. I don't know. I didn't understand. I didn't understand the the point system that made it like arcade. Yeah. Um, and then finally, for me, and it's not even a game that I've been playing, but it's a game that was probably. Dave and my, I don't know about you, uh, most anticipated game period to come out. Um, and that's Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I heard the beta came out for that. Well, see, they have their betas. The alpha is going out in waves. It's a technical okay. alpha. Um, and I actually got an email to join the alpha. And I was, like, so excited. And I'm reading <laughs> through the email and... It turns out you have to join the Insider Club, um, which sounds kind of cool, but I've had my issues and I've express, expressed them on this podcast. Yeah. The preview, it used to be called the preview program. It's so bad that I am not going to put it on my Xbox for this game that I am so excited to play. That's how <laughs> bad it is. Like the Insider Club will somehow just inconvenience you whether it's every single day you turn on your xbox you have to update it and the update takes like 30 minutes so you can't jump into games while you're on this um oh that's horrible they if some something can happen they have bugs in these like that they release a lot of games exclusively on this preview program and updates these updates can brick your xbox and it's okay because you joined it and you sign off your Xbox. And trust me, like my Xbox has gotten to points where it's almost been inoperable because of this program. That's um, horrible. If you remember when I was on it and I bought Overwatch and I was in the preview program, you weren't. We couldn't game share Overwatch. The only game yeah, we yeah. wanted to game share, we couldn't do it until they pushed the whole thing out. Now, I could have left the program but to do that it takes um me i think i had to uninstall the oh wait no 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 i had to reformat you have to reformat your entire xbox so erase everything and restart it and then get the updates up till whenever you do it and it was a huge hassle and it's not worth it so best of luck to you if you get the email and you feel like <laughs> it but it's kind of weird that they would make you they would make you join this program to play this game. They did that with another game, and it's called Titanfall, which turned out pretty good. But the fact that they're making an update for the Xbox just because this game exists. Yeah. I mean, in general, I feel a little weird about alphas and betas anyway, because, like, you're essentially 
spending your time doing a job for the video game company, you know, seeking out bugs and playtesting. And then, two, the possibility that you could brick your system over it, that's just not worth it. Yeah, they tell you right away, and I used to be, like, all about it. And, like, even now, I'll see some games, and I'll be like, all right, I'll try it out. Um, But now it's like everybody just wants to get their shit out so fast. Um, and even being an alpha beta, it's not the final product, but a lot of these, especially betas, especially open betas, and then add to the fact that the actual game comes out like a week later, that's a pretty, pretty finalized product. Like any kind of experience you get from an open beta is pretty much going to be how the game's going to work, unless it's such a yeah. huge, huge problem that delays the game or that requires like a day one update. But more more times than not, like that's what you're gonna get. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I you know I feel kind of weird. Like I said, I mean, in general, you know, games aren't released completed anymore. You know, yeah. and I I feel kind of it's good in some ways and it's bad in some ways. You know, yeah, you see a game like Overwatch where they you know perpetually have built on it and added new things and like you know characters that were designed a certain way play a completely different way now mm-hmm. and that's awesome. But at the same time. You know, sometimes you kind of want to be able to play a game when it comes out. Right. Yeah, totally. And day one updates, I remember the first company to do that was EA. And people (laughs) flipped their fucking shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, day one DLC, why not include it in the game? Day one updates, why not include it in the game? Um, Well, now nobody says anything. Like, if we were to keep complaining and stick to our guns, things like this might not happen. You know, yeah. if people weren't so hell bent on being the first just to touch a game or see a game, then other people would be hired and it would be an actual job title still to test games. So you'd get yeah. paid for it. You'd have like a whole other career path to go on. And these games would be hell of a lot better because, look, I could either pay a, a, a gamer 10 bucks an hour to play my new game to find out the faults. Or I can just take 30 people who don't give a shit about my game and just want views on their channel to come play my <laughs> game. They're going to play it, make an opinion, and never touch it again. They're not going to you know, leave feedback how to make the game better. And that's what's killing such great games if they hit yeah. that stage. A lot of companies want to listen to us, but we don't say shit. We just play the game and then remain quiet. Like, that's... Do us all a favor if you're going to participate. At least let, leave one line saying, this is stupid. <laughs> Fix it. And <laughs> if everybody says just simple things like, this character is stupid, and they get enough of those, they're going to take the character out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Not if it's, They're going to do something. That's Plus, why they're doing there's it. no other way we're going to have a plot. There's not going to be a Grandma's Boy 2 if we don't have video game testers. Exactly. What are they going to do? He just sits yeah. at home and joins betas and hope they email him. <laughs> Alright, well, other than that, have you played anything? Um, you know, I got back into Rocket League uh, for the first time in a while. Um, really, what got me into it is on uh, WWE, they've been doing a Rocket League tournament. Really? Yeah, like uh, with like one male wrestler, one female wrestler. They had like a bracket of eight, and they had like a, a SummerSlam championship match. Wow, that's some uh, weird marketing. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, um, you know, it's part of uh, um, 
they they have a video game based podcast now. One of the the wrestlers. Oh yeah. So um, it was cool to watch that, and you know, uh, also playing Lucio Ball in Overwatch made me want to go back to you know playing a good version of soccer. That's why I don't play Lucio Ball because Rocket League is there. Yeah, and it's so much better than Lucio Ball. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't played but, uh, that game in so long. Yeah, and I loved Dude, it. I, I loved it because oh, the same Overwatch, the, the competitive, like I just loved it. Yeah, and then Overwatch came out. <laughs> right, yeah. and um, I've been playing some Clash of Clans. Um, or I'm sorry, not Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, which is uh, you know, thematically similar, but. Um, you know, Ritzy. I don't know. Sometimes I, I get frustrated with the game because it seems like you only get to a certain level and then you're starting to hit a paywall. Right. I mm. mean, how long can it... Oh, I guess those games could last forever, but at some point, don't you just... Like, Dave plays these games still, like, since the inception. My girlfriend still plays the first Plants vs. Zombies. Has, like, yeah. millions of coins. I just... Even Overwatch has to change, or else, it, like, if it was the same game as when it was released, I would get, like, probably be bored of it a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would bounce back and forth a lot more than just staying on it. Yeah. And um, I've, I've been playing uh, NBA 2K17. Um, I actually broke down and switched characters. I was just getting kind of frustrated. Um, I've been doing a, a rebounding player, and... He's like seven foot three, three hundred fifty pounds. Like gets all the rebounds, dunks on people, <laughs> and it's fun. Ball first. But he's slow as shit, and you can't do any of the the cool stuff. You're just grabbing rebounds and like, you know, it's like being like a a sophomore and playing against like sixth graders. <laughs> yeah. So I switched up to a, a dunking mode, and now I'm trying to grind through and get my badges back. You know. Like uh, the different perks and stuff. Now, does this information transfer over to eighteen? Um, it's not going to. So you are have you to start a new grinding on seventeen. Or are you going to actually start playing eighteen? I don't think I'm going to get eighteen. I think I might actually get NBA Live this year. Um, hmm. just because I want to support a different franchise, just so that there's some competition, so they're motivated to do something new. Right. True, because if they I, fail, then we have one yeah. fucking basketball franchise. Exactly. And I think NBA 2K is a good game, but it could be so much better. And there's so much stupid shit that's involved in the game that could be improved. And they don't because they don't have competition. So, and they, and, I mean, by default, they're yearly. I don't think if they wanted to be, they could not be yearly. Like they couldn't be like, "Hey, let's just support this like we do with like Battlefield and shit for another yeah. year, and then completely sell out because we went a whole year without." Like Assassin's Creed, guaranteed when that game comes out, it's gonna sell probably more than any of the other ones. Because oh yeah, for sure. It's been so long that people don't feel like they're just getting DLC put on a disc. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, we, we we mentioned Overwatch, so I want to get into Overwatch. You reminded me that a new uh, map trailer came out, so I saw it. It's yeah. pretty sweet looking. I'm not a fan of Horizon Lunar Dawn. I love Eichenwald, and I think I'm going to love this one. Um, it's another escort map, which we needed. Yeah. Um, it's in Junkertown. Nice. 
That's a cool car. <laughs> um, so, and then you said, I didn't even know that not only is Junkrat getting tweaked, but Roadhog, somebody who's every single update, something happens to Roadhog. <laughs> when will they? They're like almost making them weaker and weaker and weaker every time. Yeah, it's been really bad lately. I mean, like, after the Hook 2.0, it's been more and more downhill, but I think with this update, it's going to be pretty awesome. So what, what's going to happen is um, his health boost, he's going to take 50% less damage, and he's going to be able to be mobile while, while getting health back. Wow. Yeah. That is, just like Bastion's walking and healing, that is a game changer. Especially yeah. because he's only a good tank when he's charging up when it comes to helping everybody else, because he is a wall. Yeah, exactly. And now he is Symmetra's shield for a little bit. Yeah, you know, like uh, like I always say to people who are just starting out with him, okay, Reinhardt has a shield, Roadhog is a shield. Yes, that is you know? absolutely true. Yeah. Um, and then, what about Junkrat? I don't even know what they could do with Junkrat. They've done it all. They The last update took away his self-damage. Yeah, well, um, with this new update... He's going to be able to throw two concussion bombs uh, at the same time. What? Yeah. But, like, but just by default, like two go out instead of one? Yeah. Uh, no, he can throw one and then throw another one. Oh, so And then the first one detonates. Uh, so it'll be a numbered cooldown, kind of like Symmetra's turrets. Exactly, yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to make him... All, like People who play Junkrat are going to be way better. Like yeah, and uh, th they say they're doing it for mobility, so he'll be able to get to higher points on the map. Oh, right. Because, uh, you know, uh, you can do the... Uh, what you do at the start of a lot of points is set down a bomb, and then, uh, you know, once the door is open, you detonate that bomb, and then set another bomb and detonate. Now you'll be able to set a bomb, detonate a bomb, detonate a third bomb. That's right. Yeah, That's so... Um, and then two, they're also boosting his uh, rip tire, so it's going to be able to climb a lot easier, and it's not going to be blocked by walls. Like, what do you mean? So, like, I saw a video of him getting from an Eichenwald from like the opening point to like where the door gets knocked down with like, the tire. It, with the rip tire, like it can travel really far now. Like it can go up over walls. Like there's there's almost nothing that stops it. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Quite a boost. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, so it looks like it's just going to be a fun time because Diva is getting an enormous. I gotta say, I guess it's a buff. Um. What they're doing is they're taking the defense matrix and they're saying they're not nerfing Diva. They're nerfing her ability. Same fucking mm. thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so what they're doing is they're, they're taking the defense matrix and they're making, it, they're making it require twice as much power. That's another way of saying it lasts half as long. Right? Yeah. So you yeah. don't get as much of it. Um, that sucks, but you can now shoot while you're dashing, um, which makes a difference, wow. especially if you're going after someone like Farah in the air. All you, you, right now, all you have is the boop 
like try to knock her. Um, yeah. And then try to maybe get above her and then start shooting while you fall. But now you can actually like just hold the trigger and just be like shooting as you go. Um, and what I didn't tell you is they're adding another power to D.Va, and it is a missile salvo. Like, a bunch of missiles oh, shoot out of her and go for a target. Now, the best part is that you can use this salvo at the same time you're using any of her powers. So you could oh, hold geez. the trigger of the gun and just go, 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 go. While you're holding the trigger, dash. And then while you're holding the dash push the salvo so you just shoot missiles dash all while shooting holy shit yeah so diva wow. is that's something that they could have maybe held off on because she's at a point where she is still like if you know diva she's a powerhouse yeah I'm bored with her i'm glad they're adding another power because just like symmetra like she needed something else shooting yeah. and absorbing shit and then a nuke every once in a while. It's it's like never was good enough for me. Yeah. Um, now we need something from McCree. Yeah. I've totally. been complaining about that constantly. Dude, I hate his ultimate so much. So, so much. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's just one of those dudes where I'll never really play him. Yeah. They got to do. I don't know. They couldn't do anything with McCree to make me want to play him. Unless his alt was like didn't have a cooldown. Or <laughs> that would be incredible. If they could do something like maybe the roll or the flashbang, like the way Genji's works, like if you get a kill after a flashbang, if the flashbang reset, that would make him powerful. Right. That is but and that would be Then he could nonstop stop oh, wait, no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, because Genji can't just non-stop, only if he yeah. kills every single person with it. That yeah, only if he gets cool. a kill every time. That would be interesting. Um, but I know a lot of a lot of dudes who would just have non-stop flashbangs then. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so those changes are... are The Junkrat and Roadhog in PTR... Like, are those changes already... Are they oh, the PTR? yeah, yeah, those have already been implemented in PTR, along with uh, a new game mode. I, I, have you, we talked about that yet? Uh, we mentioned it. I don't know, really, the details of it. Deathmatch. Deathmatch. I don't know if there's some twist, because just saying Deathmatch with Overwatch doesn't work in my head. Well, there's going to be team-based Deathmatch and then uh, free-for-all. Is it just DPS characters? Um, oh, it's going to be everybody, but... Um, with Mercy, revives actually take away from the other team's skill count. Nice, that's cool. Um, but, okay, I could see deathmatch is just like skirmish, which is cool. Do it, do it how many, by death. But when it comes to, like, the, you know, all for everyone for themselves, there's absolutely characters that no one is going to pick. Yeah. Ever. And, like, ever. Zenyatta, I think it's going to clean up quick play. It could, yeah, for sure. All those people, yes, you're right. All those people who just want to do that. Because lately, yeah. that's all I do is, if I'm playing solo and I join quick match, it's just a bunch of DPS guys. Nobody gives a shit about tanks or healers. Yep. But now, oh, and I've been playing competitive, and it's n nicer. It's better than quick match now, because people like actually do that shit. 
Yeah, they care about winning. They actually play for the objectives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so let's get off of Overwatch. Um, let's get into this GameStop because we like to bash a lot of things here, and GameStop seems to be an easy target, especially nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't wait for GameStop to die a horrible death, personally. I, I hate them so much. But um, they have ended their Circle of Life program. All employees die. I'm sorry, what? I said all employees die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no more. Uh, everyone's infertile now and everyone has cancer. Um, essentially, uh, the Circle of Life program uh, mandated that at least 30% of sales had to be from used games. And if they weren't, then stores faced fines and employees would lose their jobs. So they were trying to basically force people to either you sell the used games or, you know, you get fired. So it led to a lot of underhanded practices. You know, people would sell a used games and tell people they were new. You know, a lot of dirty stuff happened because people were trying to keep their jobs. Okay. Is that where that GameStop new thing came from? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they would just, you know, they'd give you a, a used game and try to tell you it was new. Okay, so they were... <sighs> They rip us off, obviously. Um, yeah, I've bought I've bought a PlayStation Three from a guy who is about to get ripped off from GameStop. They don't like when you do that, <laughs> but they can't stop you if you wait outside, or yep. if you go to the person and be like, "Listen, before you sell it, let me talk to you outside." Um, yeah, you will score some great shit. Um, but with that being said, we all know that they're gonna just rip us off on the price, and then totally rip everybody else off selling it used yeah. for five bucks less than new. This program sounds like they're just openly admitting it because they're like, okay, once it once we buy it from somebody, it doesn't belong to the publisher anymore. It belongs to us. So now we want to undercut them and sell only our stuff or you get fired. Because their profit margin's so gigantic on used games, they're trying to force people to sell the used games. Okay. So what's changed? That whole thing is gone? No, yeah, they're just trying to sell games now. Hmm. And if you notice, they've really diversified the merchandise. They have a huge pop section now. They have a huge uh, fandom section because games being sold in a store are going the way of the dinosaur, you know? Yeah. Um, that's obvious if you walk into any GameStop. I, I mean, there was like a huge gap of time between visits. And recently I went into GameStop and it is like, it's not video games that you see right away. It is the merchandise, pops. The, toys, yeah. the pops. Um, so they definitely have shifted focus. I mean, they can't, once discs are done, I mean, what are they going to do? Yeah, exactly. Like you can't. Die horrible death while we yeah. all laugh. I mean, and now the fact that uh, Microsoft is about to let us, which is also in the Insider Club, um, you can return your games, just like Steam, within two hours, if you played less than two hours, or, you know, two weeks, I think. You can oh, return the awesome. game for a full refund. So now wow. you won't get ripped off, selling, like walking out of the store, realizing the game sucks, turning around an hour later, and getting more than or less than 50% for the game. Yeah. Um, 
it's only a matter of time. And I think that, oh, I think it was, it's the Atari. The Atari is going to be the first new console that's going to be completely digital. Oh, that's wow. Only, that's going by the pictures that they released. There's no disk drive. You know, nice. it's going to support current, but there's no disk drive. And that's what Xbox originally wanted, and everybody flipped their fucking wig. Just yeah. like, and it was mainly, remember they said people were having a, a hissy fit about um, having to be online all the time to play games? Yeah. yeah. They still do that. That is happening, and everybody just doesn't care. Like, it just yeah. happened. Like, you can't play any game without being on the internet. Yeah, that's true. Xbox 360, you can. Um so, yeah, fucking GameStop. Sooner or later, they'll be done. And that's cool because I've got that soldier pop and it'll just go up in value when GameStop <laughs> doesn't exist. Nice. Um, all right, well, For Honor, um, a game that was actually pretty beautiful. Um, it had a great concept. It's fun when it's in your favor. Um, yeah. Did you ever pay? You've played that game, right? Yeah, I, I tried the uh, the free preview um, when it first came out. Right, and it had the server issues. Yeah, exactly. The horrible server issues that never got fixed. I don't even know if they're yep. fixed now. Um, it, it's sad because I thought the game looked just awesome. Uh, yeah, and the concept was sweet. Yeah, everybody I know that had it, like, don't they either don't play it or they sold the game back. Um, yeah. Well, you would think that they would do something because they, they've done other things to make up for their mishaps. Um, this one, I can't even believe that... Well, I, I don't know. Enough time hasn't passed. I don't think this is okay at all. <clears throat> so they had, for this broken-ass game, you know, tournaments, like eSports, yeah. which is okay. Oh, wow. like, if you've ever played it, you could see how they can do something like that. But if yeah. you've ever played it, you can see how how could they do something like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they have this tournament, and usually when a game has things in it that would break the tournament or give you an advantage or let you cheat, they ban it. You know, They'll just say, oh, okay, this character in this version of the game does this, and they can exploit it. You, no one can be this character during the tournaments. Or, you know, no one can choose this level during the tournaments. because It's like no odd one. job when you're playing Goldeneye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, For Honor goes ahead and has their tournament. And there is a glitch in the combat system. And certain characters can exploit this glitch way easier. And the glitch pretty much makes your hits unblockable oh wow um so i don't even you know what i don't even need to get into all the tech part of it the fact is this exists and they not only didn't ban it from the tournament like picking those characters that would do that the guy who won the tournament was doing that they admitted (laughs) he was doing that, acknowledged that he was doing that, and still awarded him the $10,000 pot. Wow. That is... That's absurd, and I hope people are smart enough to sue them. That's... that's I can't be allowed in any kind of, like, uh, code of honor in tournaments. Yeah. That seems really under... I mean... 
and kudos for him for figuring out how to exploit the system. But how do you let that big of an oversight slip your your mind? I mean, you're putting together a tournament. They it couldn't have because it's one of the most well known things, well known enough for this guy and other people to master it and use it. And they didn't even like. It's not like he just played one match and then won the thing like he played multiple matches to get that far and he was doing this the whole time and it's like instead of people doing anything they're like oh well it's in the game you could do it (laughs) um and it's just one of those things that just i don't understand how it can just be okay no that's a pretty massive uh thing to miss like they are even if you see it after the first time, like you gotta do something about that. Like, okay, there's one round gone, and you see there's a bunch of people doing this exploit. Then change the rules, make the exploit illegal. Yeah, you can easily not do something. You know, if they're like, "Don't do it," then don't do it. I mean, everything's yeah. recorded, anyways. I mean, look at Overwatch; they don't even let their new characters in competitive until it's kind of like sank in. You know, yeah. it, it's they have their PTR. They have things that would stop this. And if something ever happened, like Reinhardt ramming people through walls, they would never allow Reinhardt to be picked in a tournament setting. Yeah, exactly. It's I, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't even know who to blame on this one because it can't be Ubisoft. They make great games sometimes. Yeah. Um, but sometimes. that's just that's just some kind of Nintendo shit. Yeah. Um, all right. There's something that you sent uh, that personally, I think that every gamer, um, you you need this. You've always wanted it, um, and you can have it by backing it. Yeah, I, I think. It, I mean, it's a little bit pricey. It's uh, eighty dollars including shipping, but it's a controller for every system. Everything. There's there's 15 different drivers built in. You can switch between drivers to play, you know, uh, Nintendo. You can play 360. Um, you can use it to control your television. It'll make toast for you. I mean, this thing freaking does everything. Toast is great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it has two additional buttons on the back for button mapping. You can map out combos. It actually has, like, a little uh, personal display on the front. I mean, this is the controller that like every video game players wanted. Yeah, this, and I got a, from experience, I mean, on the Xbox part, Xbox first party controllers, though ergonomically, I think that's the word I'm looking for, are great. The quality is shit. I like, I am on like my fifth Xbox (laughs) first party branded controller. But between those, I had bought a third-party controller. That's a wired one. And the thing, I only use it. I only use it because it's just crap. So when it comes to third-party controllers, like, I am all in. Because that they're focusing on the controller. Xbox and PlayStation, they don't give a fuck. PlayStation, no, they don't. But Xbox, especially, they don't they don't give a shit. Like whatever happens after you push the button once, not their problem. Yep. This does look fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think just the fact that you can go from like playing your Xbox to playing I don't play mobile games, but I would if I had a good controller. Yeah, for sure. 
all the emulations that are coming out now, and then just going right to your PC, um, I think this is going to be huge. Um, yeah, I, I agree completely. Right it looks quality. They have that that screen. I'm sure is going to be a touch screen because the PS4's centerpiece. Yeah, I'm sure no third party controller. Well, I don't know. I haven't. I don't want to say anything. I've never bought a third party <laughs> PlayStation Four controller, but um, this is great. Uh, hopefully, people don't. All right, people will mod this thing. People are going to buy this thing and they're going to take it apart. And I think their main thing they're going to try to do, if it's not secretly already available, is be able to plug in a keyboard and mouse and from the controller do it reverse. Oh. Because you can plug, you can use it to replace your keyboard and mouse. Um, so you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that could be a gateway to more people having keyboard and mouse on consoles. Which, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, this is cool. Kickstarter hasn't pumped out anything that I've thought is great until, like, now. I mean, recently. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's always Super Troopers. Super Troopers. It's coming soon. I, can, I don't know. how. It's, like, 25 years later. Yeah, that's sort of the problem. Is like, And now there's a lot of expectation build up. I mean, didn't and, expect anything but, with the original. Yeah, and... Those dudes, Broken Lizard, have a certain sense of humor that barely broke through in the <laughs> early 2000s when they were relevant. I like some yeah. of their stuff. Super Troopers, to me, wasn't even their best work. But everybody, like, that's how, like, their, their humor is just, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like American Monty Python, almost. Yeah. Um, not really, but, it, like, if, you, if you've never seen it, don't go based on that. I'm saying just it, it, the, the part that I just don't get it. Um, but yeah, then add that to the whole 20 years of just this movie being out. Like, what else have they done between then and now? Uh, I mean, I, I thought Club Dread was okay. It wasn't that great. Was back, that was still back then. I thought that was great. I thought it was yeah. cool. I liked it. Beer Fest was pretty good. Beer Fest was cool. See, um, Beer Fest would have been a one that I would have thought they would have made a sequel for. Yeah. Uh, you know, one that uh, a lot of people don't talk about, and I think it was real underrated, was Dukes of Hazard. Really? They, that was yeah. a remake? Yeah. Uh, Jay Chandrasekhar was the, uh, the director of that, and, like, all the guys had cameos. Ah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that at all. I never saw that movie. It was Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny, you know, with uh, Johnny Knoxville and... Uh, what was that, Sean William Scott, yeah, I think? Yeah, 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 Stifler. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I thought that was worth seeing. Yeah, well, maybe I will now. So, yeah, and uh, the Slam and Salmon sucked. Uh, I, I wouldn't watch that. Uh, yeah, Kinder Podcast said something about a restaurant and a fish. Yeah, that, that's, that's essentially never it. I've never even heard of that one. Yeah, it was like their version of waiting, and it just, it just didn't hit. Waiting with Dane Cook. Um, all right, there was something. I'm trying to find it. Um, if I can't, I'm going to try to remember. Okay, okay, it'll be easy to remember. Raiders of the Broken Planet. Did you ever play that game? No, I haven't. All right, the beta was recently. I don't know. I honestly didn't. I wasn't wowed by it. It was like a mix of Borderlands and Gears of War, uh, very cover-based, some Destiny elements. Um, 
Well, it turns out that the game is going to be free oh. with microtransactions. <sighs> so the game is it's they're trying the MOBA approach where you're going to have the game and either you'll just get like two or three characters that you can choose and you have to buy packs or buy the other characters. Yeah. Um, or if they're going to rotate characters, I don't know, but I got an email saying that when it comes out, it's going to be free. You can buy it in its preview part, or I think you could pre-order it now and you get like a bunch of extra shit. Like I think there's a package that just, if you buy it now, you'll get everything free forever. Which is stupid, and don't fall for forever. I mean, how long is this game going to be supported? Yeah. I don't even know. Um, so if you're interested, just know that when it does come out, I don't even care to give you the information, anybody. Um, but <laughs> it's going to be a free-to-play game. Nice. I think I'm going to hold out for Borderlands 3. Borderlands, is there going to be a Borderlands 3? Um, They've talked about it. Uh, it's still just you know more so in development and production. Like... But at some point, I think the, the, the second game is really set up to where there will be a third game. Hmm. So it, it's just a matter of time. I'm still waiting for uh, a, se- a sequel to Rise. Yeah, that, should, that game should have a sequel. And then, uh, what other? Quantum Break will. Did you, did you play yeah. Quantum Break? Um, you know, I, I don't know why, but I stopped playing it. I enjoyed it. I just, I don't remember why I stopped playing it. I, I love the, uh, I love the game. It's good. Yeah, so, it was a so good time. Great. It's such a realistic time travel game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, we can talk about the Switch getting sued because of the controller. <laughs> Some companies suing them, saying whatever. But who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> who gives a Switch? Who gives a Switch? Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say to the audience? Uh... You know, nothing I can really think of. Oh, you know what? I played, uh... Oh, Christ, what was that game? Oh, Trials Fusion. Oh, yeah, one of the free games of the month for Xbox. Yeah, um... I I don't know. Maybe I just hadn't played it in a while, but I forgot how fun and, like, intricate that game is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a really good time. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Then they also gave us the... That unicorn? Have you tried the unicorn with the cat riding? No, I didn't know how to unlock it. It's not unlocked. No, I've just been doing career mode, and I, I can't Why? play as it. Oh, okay. Try uh, online. If you go online, you'll be able to pick it. Oh, okay. Um, the online's kind of cool. Like some of the maps, it's just you, and then like the f- uh, just when I was playing, it was just me. But he was, you would just see the thing behind him where he is. Um, but then the last one, we were both on the map. Oh, nice. It was, it was weird. Um, that's a cool game. I did like it. I had it for 360. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, did you play um, Red Faction? No. I didn't know that was out. For 360. Um, oh. I never Space played it until now. It's like, what? What'd you say? Space asshole, dude. There's a music video for Red Faction called Space Asshole, and it's just like it's this guy singing the song Space Asshole, and him just like coming up and like hitting people with his giant hammer and just like sending them flying. It's the funniest thing in the world. I'll put it up on uh, Game Fix. Oh, that's uh, cool. later. yeah. That that's a that's a fun game. It's everything. Almost everything is destructible. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. It's I, I don't even use the guns. I see guys in like a building and I just go break all the corners of the building <laughs> and just let it fall down. Yeah, it's like Rampage. Yeah, it's a very a very different kind of game. Yeah, I liked that one. I think I, I ended up getting it for like five or six bucks for the, at GameStop, oddly enough. Oh, well, now it's free. Backwards compatible on Xbox One. Awesome. PlayStation. Um, PlayStation. Right, I, I guess that will wrap things up. I feel like playing some Overwatch, so if anybody wants to join us. Uh, I mean, nice. I'm, I'm including Link. I guess you have to play now because it's, <laughs> it's uh, on the record. Yeah, uh, I never miss a chance to be Doomfist. Yes. Oh, dude, you're such a good Doomfist. That's awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, all right, well, uh, without further ado... Uh, do you have anything else you would like to say? Uh, keep it crispy. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Peace. I love you all. Konnichiwa, <laughs> bitches. Adios, turd nuggets. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.